Welcome to the Grow Down Podcast. Conversations while following Jesus on the old road which leads to new life. I'm your host, Tim Herset. Thanks for listening. This episode on the Grow Down podcast, talking about the spiritual discipline of solitude, is going to be a little bit different. One of the most common questions I've heard over the years when talking about solitude is, how do you spend time in solitude? And usually that question is not directed to me wanting to know how Tim Herset does solitude, but usually the question was a very specific generalization being asked for themselves. Someone was wanting to know how to spend time in solitude. Now, it can sound like a silly question because the answer is like, well, don't be around other people. But really, there's so much more to how to do solitude. So, I'm going to talk through a couple of ideas on how to do solitude, and I will then direct you to a very good and helpful resource to guide you as you begin practicing the spiritual discipline of solitude. To start, the first thing that I would encourage is to simply have a plan. Okay, have a plan for how you will spend time in solitude. Without a plan, it is far too easy for your mind to wander and to be able to simply waste away the time that you have set apart for being alone with God. If you're taking 24 hours of solitude, your plan will look different than if you've got a Thursday morning until lunch. And the Thursday morning till lunch plan will look different than a plan to spend three days in solitude at a retreat. Regardless of how much time you have, have a plan. And part of having a plan is also telling someone else that you have a plan to practice the spiritual discipline of solitude. When you tell someone else you have a plan, it is much more likely that you will actually stick with it and do it. I'll tell you from my own experience, I have had multiple, multiple times where I've had it on the calendar that I'm going to take a day of solitude. Um, For one reason or another, I avoid making the plan. And as a result, when opportunities come up to meet with someone or have another meeting or do something else other than spend time alone with God, I give up that time. Part of it's because I didn't tell anyone that I was making a plan to take some time to practice the spiritual discipline of solitude. So part of that, knowing how much time you have and having a plan, and part of the plan is telling others what you're doing. Because others who are on a journey following Jesus as well, they want to support you in what you're doing. Now, you might ask the question, well, what should be in the plan? And I would say this, that there are 
three essential pieces for your plan. Time, place, and space. The three essential pieces, first one we've talked about with a little bit with time, and knowing how much time you've got will shape the plan. Different amounts of time are going to allow you to spend different amounts of time in solitude with God. And then place, okay, the place is important. Some people are able to go to a coffee shop in their town, put on a pair of headphones, listen to some instrumental music, and read God's word, and reflect on their life, and journal, and have an incredible time of solitude, even though there's other people in the place. Now, I know for myself, I just simply can't take solitude in the back corner of the coffee shop in Kalispell because of who I am. I'm going to sit there and watch for who comes through the front door. Now, others aren't able to spend time hiking on a trail in the mountains of Montana because they're going to be anxious and terrified during this time of solitude that they might get eaten by bears. It's a legitimate fear. But for me, it actually works really well to be out in the mountains. Out on a trail in the forest works well for me. Now, here's the thing. It doesn't really matter the place as long as it's somewhere that you are able to be alone with God. For me, I've got a two-year-old at home, so taking solitude at home is very difficult. However, I do have an office in the basement of a church and not many people come into the building at six o'clock in the morning. So I can get solitude early in the morning in my office when no one is coming in the doors. So the place is important, but at the same time, the place is not important. I would encourage you to not get hung up on the place. Some people are waiting to take a time of solitude because they're waiting for that perfect idyllic cabin next to a river, the writer's cabin where they can be away and be quiet, but they can't even afford to go there. So it becomes a hurdle. Really, the place is not important. If you drive a car, you can drive your car to a place with a great view and park and have solitude there. So the third piece of space I'm using the word space in a couple of different ways. Space is also very important to plan. And I'm talking about space in the schedule, in the plan, but also space for you mentally, space emotionally, and space spiritually. Okay, have space to have long, drawn out listening conversations with God, with the Bible open. This isn't reading to study or reading to accomplish a goal of reading, but really it's opening the Bible to hear from God. Have space with a notebook and pen in hand. Space to let what is inside you come out. And put it down on paper because years down the road, during a time of solitude, you might want to look back and reflect and thank God for where he has brought you on your journey. Mentally, to have space, I would encourage you to not have a phone turned on or a computer screen open as screens are going to take up space in your mind. 
Give yourself also space physically to rest. Take a nap. Go for a walk. Sit in a comfortable chair and stare out the window. As the psalmist wrote, Be still and know that I am God. For some of you, what you've heard already is already a great plan. And others, you might want more. So I'm going to direct you, if you want more, I'm going to direct you to a great resource for spending some time in solitude. If you have a computer uh, or a smartphone, type into the search bar, thegoodway.younglife.org. And on this website, there are a number of different guides to lead you through how to spend some time in solitude. If you've only got a couple of hours to spend in solitude, this would be a great thing to print and then spend time working through it. Um, when you get to the screen, there's all sorts of different graphics, but if you just start reading through it, what it does is it gives you prompts. It tells you to take a moment to become still. And there's some thoughts there. And after that, it encourages you to take time to slowly and reflectively read a scripture passage. And then it encourages you to read it again, even more slowly than before. And then there are some questions where it asks you, you know, how did you experience that? Pay attention to what you sense and you feel, what you're thinking and imagining. Take your time to be present with Jesus. And there's some different words, some thoughts that might stir your heart. And then there's truth that is written. And then there are more questions. What led you into this space? Was it a longing? Was it an obligation to do the spiritual discipline? Was it curiosity? Was it brokenness? Did you have hope? Sit with the question and listen to what arises within you. What led you here? Knowing that you've been led, what invitations might God have for you during this time? This will go on and there's different quotes and different thoughts, but really what this does is it guides you. It is a plan for you to spend time in solitude. So I hope for you listening to the Grow Down podcast that you seriously consider putting into practice the spiritual discipline of solitude. This has been another episode of the Grow Down Podcast. Conversations while following Jesus on the old road, which leads to new life. Thank you for listening.